Harvest Australia Church podcast. We're so glad you're listening today. We pray this blesses you and encourages you. And if you want to get in touch with us or find out more about our ministry, please check out our website or social media. We pray you have a great day. and our own, you know, need for him, he then moves on in. As Paul said that um, when I'm weak, then I am strong. Your grace is sufficient for me. So there's always grace for the pace in each and every assignment that we've given. And, and it's when we're like feeling that, that um, empowerment that we know we're on the right track. And I just want to encourage you guys this morning to keep moving in that energy that God is releasing. He will purposely, I heard Lisa Bevere say this uh, recently, he'll purposely set you up in positions of your weakness so that he can show himself strong, that it was never your strength anyway. It was always his strength. It was always his enablement. You know, um, I, I uh, was asked to leave uh, youth group for reasons I won't go into, but now I'm a youth pastor. So there you go. God gets the glory. I didn't go to a private, a private school, but now I get to be involved in an inc- incredible uh, private school, seeing great breakthrough. And, you know, I'm like, who am I? But then I'm like, this brings glory to God. So people would be able to look at your life and say, if it wasn't for God, they would not be able to do that because I know that person. And so I want to encourage you to move into those places in your life uh, and those spaces. But for us to be moving and enjoying that, life, that higher life, that overcoming power of weariness, it's very important that we are in our full capacity. We're in full form. And remember last week, I made the point that sometimes that energy, that breakthrough in in strength, mental strength, uh, physical strength, isn't necessarily asking God for something. It's, It's God saying to you, will you let go of something and become more aware of your identity, of who you are, as my son, as my daughter. And as that happens, you let go, boom, some things happen. And, and I used the scripture, Romans 12, about um, renewing your mind. When you renew your mind, you renew your strength. This week, I want to use Hebrews 12. And it's about looking away to Jesus. As we shift our focus, as Karen was saying this morning, suddenly strength comes in. So will you turn with me to Hebrews chapter 12 this morning? And uh, therefore... Someone say that. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and sin which so easily ensnares us. And let us run with endurance. Come on, just declare that over your life this morning. Endurance. Turn to your neighbor and say, have you got endurance? Excellent. And turn to, turn to your other name and say, you've got endurance. Yeah. <laughs> So good. The race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind, it says in Romans 12 here in Hebrews 12. 12. Looking unto Jesus. As we behold, we become like him. Come on. The author and the finisher of our faith, who for the joy, someone say enjoyment. Turn to your neighbor and say, have you got enjoyment in the endurance? Turn to your other name and say, you've got enjoyment in the endurance. So good. Someone say it's going to be a fun run this morning. Very good. That was set before him. 
enduring the cross. Some people are saying, turn four, that's looking like a big cross for me. You know, <laughs> despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So what if this next season for you looks like you being willing to say voluntary weakness, you going after active waiting on God, you getting into the Word, renewing your mind, looking away to Jesus and saying, I'm going to focus. I'm going to allow myself to be positioned to win. I'm going to go for it. I'm going to let go of some things this morning. And so to illustrate um, this kind of weight that Hebrews 12 talks about, which is different from Isaiah 40, which is weight, as in W-A-I-T, we've got another kind of weight that can affect our run. And it's uh, W-I-G-H-T. I wasn't so good at spelling at school, so I always get a bit nervous. So, um, Adam, do you want to come up here? If we had a runner who was, um, Adam's a fine runner, but uh, yeah, look at this fine man. But, you know, there's some things sometimes in our lives that, you know, can entangle us. And Louise has got a skipping rope here, might like to tie that around his feet. And, you know, sometimes we... There's certain things in our lives. It's not that we have a sinful nature because when we're born again, we get a new nature. We're a new creation. We have a spirit that is so one with the spirit that draws from the Holy Spirit's might. And, uh, you know, but sometimes it's those thought patterns, those, those things that we feel like we're missing out on the goodness of God, that we have to try in our own strength and we can become a little bit entangled, actually. And uh, sometimes we even have some coping mechanisms, some habits, which aren't so beneficial for us that the enemy's like, hey, yo, Adam, this will work out for you, man. If you just grab this and work harder, you're going to be all right. So, And we get some weights and can become like we exercise that. Let's see those bicep curls. And uh, it can become a stronghold, can't it? It can become a stronghold. And uh, the enemy loves to say, this is actually you when it's not you. He's putting it on you. And uh, you think it's a part of you, but it's not. And uh, sometimes as well, you know, we, we, we find it hard to let go of the past. And I particularly, you know, I've got a mind that's very hypo. But sometimes I would be very creative in trying to reconcile the, even in a genius level, re- reconciling the past. If I'd done that, I'd done that, could have done this, blah, blah, blah. Phenomenal. But as Paul said in Philippians, I count the past as done. I, I, I'm not yet perfected. I haven't yet attained. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, forgetting them and, and pressing on, and running ahead, I, 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 not that I've apprehended, but I press towards the upward goal in Christ Jesus. He was willing to forget, you know. But sometimes as Christians, we do struggle and, you know, we've got some baggage in our past over here. I found that back there, you know. So, and <laughs> I mean, this gets really heavy duty, doesn't it? I know. Why don't you put the weights in there? We don't want anyone to see, you know. <laughs> And uh, things start to get really heavy in our lives. I'm talking about negativity this morning. Negativity, whether it's unforgiveness, whether it's the judgment you have about someone, negative thoughts can take place, can take root, can make toxicity build up in our body. And as a runner, I know about that. You know, when you're running, 
that acid builds up in your muscle and it hurts. But you get better. You get better at um, being able to resist that acid and break the acid down as you breathe in the oxygen. And that's like us in our transformation process. We, are we willing? One of the biggest things other than bitterness and regrets about the past and sins, one of the biggest things that can weigh us down from reaching our full potential, running at our full capacity, is and I'll invite someone um, up the front. Uh, uh, where is he? There he is. He's coming. He's even running. He's going to get you, Adam. He's going to get you. He's going to get Is that person that <laughs> seems to, you know, you just can't let go of the hurt. And uh, they're just holding on to you. And you're holding on to it as well. You just can't let it go. And, uh, and then you see other Christians, they're doing so well. Coming up here, Caleb. And, you know, they're so pure and white. And, you know, put that on. Put that, you can put it on. And it should be a Richmond one, but that's all right. Just joking. I'm totally joking. And they're, uh, and they're running ahead. You know, they're going for it. Are you ready for this race this morning? You know, he's looking away unto Jesus, the author and finisher of his faith. Because on the count of three, one, two, three, go. Okay, stop, stop, stop. Okay, excellent. But the good news is that all it takes is one look away. So if I'm Jesus up here, you just look to me, Adam. All of a sudden, Jesus, he makes the darkness tremble. He doesn't fight our symptoms. He, he comes in and, and you realize when you look at him that he's inside of you and then boom, the immunity is there and the trembling power of Jesus, everything falls away. And Jesus took on all, you realize Jesus took on all the negativity on the cross. I heard Graham Cook say that recently, whether it's a thought, an emotion, everything negative has been paid for on the cross, hasn't it? Everything. So you have radical permission granted. I'm telling you, you've got absolute permission if you have a negative thought to say, no, I'm better than that. I'm not going to under, undermine the cross. I'm going to boast in the cross. I'm going to boast in the righteousness of God, which is mine because of gift, the grace. I'm going to look to Jesus who's sitting on the throne of grace. And so I'm going to run my race like this now, looking at Him alone. Isn't that awesome? And when you do that, other people see your life in his, his life in yours, your, his face in your face, and it is exciting, and they are inspired as well. So why don't we just have a race anyway? Off you go, guys, run. Who do you think will get around faster? Oh, far out. That's like Caleb on a Saturday morning at the, the park run, cutting corners and stuff like that. No, not really. Not really. No. Oh, thank you so much. Well done. Well done. Good work. Man, far out. Caleb's getting so good, he's like going to beat me soon, you know. <laughs> it's good. Excellent. So this is meant to be a fun run. So how do we draw on that, as well as being able to just let go of things because of Jesus and grace, how do we draw on this, this strength? Well, I want to encourage you guys this, um, uh, this season to really start to exercise your spirit. Become spiritually fit. As uh, Paul said to Timothy, um, that, yeah, be strong in the grace, Timothy. But he also said, you know, physical exercise profits, but spiritual exercise, that profits a, a lot. And so as you build up your life, things begin to happen and you begin to see things. I've been doing this, you know, 
getting into the Word, getting into prayer and, you know, trying to just ongoingly wait in my spirit all the time, every day, even with two little toddlers. And as I wait, I'm relating. As I wait, I'm anticipating, you know. As I wait, I'm participating in the one that never faints or grows weary. I'm like, wow, I can do even more than I thought I could. And, you know, that, that outreach we did yesterday, it becomes so super easy just to be able to now become a strength giver as an imparter of that strength, like the Father, releasing the Father's heart. You know, today people are looking for strength. They're looking for power. They're looking for answers, aren't they? And, and the supernatural power of God is becoming more and more evident. I just really want to thank, you know, Robert and Chelsea and Bronnie, Alan, you know, were leading teams. Alan was, I was with Alan. He was leading me. Man, he was on fire. It was phenomenal. Uh, the outreach yesterday, Saturday morning, we were walking around colonnades and there was such a strength, a power, a um, anti-fatigue, fatiguing, anti-weariness, anti-negativity, a positivity, an energy, a power on us, an endurance on us, an enjoyment on us. I think people just started to look at us and think, what is going on with those people, you know? And uh, we're in Chibos and having some coffee. And as, uh, later we walked out of there and I, I turned around to look at a guy that was in Chibos. He's just smiling at me, like staring at me. And it's like, hey, man, how are you doing? You just, man, people were gravitating to that strength because they can't suck us dry because it just is limitless from within us. And so, yeah, we just started talking to him and gave him some encouragement about his business. And, um, and uh, yeah, he, he was really amazed. I had another person just, like, come up to me and sort of, like, get on you, mate. Like, I'm like, I don't even know you. We're just actually crossing paths. But it was so phenomenal to see the power of God, the strength of God come through at those moments. And sometimes strength doesn't look like what we thought it would look like. It, strength it looks like love. I want, I want to grow in strength, but I want, to be, I want to be growing in love. I want to grow in my heart to love. And, you know, even people that don't like me, you know, or, or, or think I'm strange, even though I am, you know. David said, I will run in the course of your commandments, for you have enlarged my heart, strengthened with might in the inner man that Jesus may make home in your heart, that you may comprehend with all the saints what the height, the depth, the length, the width, to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge. And so I, I want to say that, you know, if, you are, if I see you in 10 years, 20 years, and you still love your, your family, you love your local church, you love even this city, you have, have let go of, of things of hurt, I would say you are a mature Christian. I'd say you are a strong Christian a strong believer, that you are running well. Because when you get to the finish line and Jesus is there at the throne of grace, you've despised the shame like he did. You've, you've gone through that cross. You've gone through the, the, the process to get progress. You've let go of negativity. He's going to say, well done. You love so well. That's what I know. If I every day I'm going to maximize my life, I want to be at full capacity to love people. I don't want to miss an opportunity to love someone. And I tell you, that is when the supernatural gets translated from heaven to earth is through love. It's through the love of God. Even that principle of, of, of adapting your body to conditioning your body, buffing your body to love. 
mortifying the flesh, carrying the marks of Jesus Christ on you, picking up the cross and then saying, Jesus, I'm letting go of my own strength, energy, brilliance, intellect, and I'm going to walk in your strength because when I'm weak, then I'm strong. And, you know, we were with a, I was walking with Alan and this guy walking past and he was sort of limping a bit and Alan went up to, this is Alan's um, go line, it's like, do you know that you are greatly loved in an English accent? Irresistible, Alan. It's so good. But, man, he is a man. We went into um, Cheapest Chips. He bought me some Africa Lynx deodorant. So I'm wearing it this morning. You're a man, Alex. So strong. So good. Do you know his dad was a sniper in the army? Anyway. Um, so, yeah, and we are walking. And he said something to this guy. And I had a bit of a picture of, the, of a butcher for some reason. But... Then we were talking to him, and I said, are you all right? You know, you got a bit of a limp. He said, my dad beat me up when I was two years old. And I said, was your dad a butcher? He said, how did you know that? And then I said, you know, you, I just explained to him a few things. I said, I just want to give you a hug. I believe that God's going to help you, you know, and something like that. You know, gave him a hug, and boom, he was really encouraged. We went up to someone else as well, and I was just speaking over his life. I said, God sees you as a warrior you know, imparting that strength, that energy. I said, your uncle prophesied that over you, didn't he? And he said, yes. And he was a Zimbabwean. And things like that were happening, you know, all around. And it was so amazing and energizing because of love and, and strength was being imparted. This is really God's heart for um, the people of Israel in his eyes. I love you. I haven't bypassed you. You know, I, I've got more for you. But I've mentioned, and this is the key point, is that there's, in the endurance, there's enjoyment. The Christian life's going to be full of suffering and hurts and losses and betrayals, criticisms, disappointments. But in all of that, there is joy that is supernatural. And, and, and it comes from looking at Jesus and knowing Him and in, in waiting on Him in every area of your life, knowing Jesus is there, knowing Jesus is there, knowing Jesus is there. You know, Jesus said to me yesterday, thank you so much for catching up with me, you know, at Colonnades yesterday. I really appreciate it. I'm like, I didn't catch up with you because you did it to the least of my disciples. You did it to me. Being able to see Jesus everywhere. Oh, there's so much encounters. We need strength to encounter. Strength to encounter Him. That He'll strengthen you with might in the inner man. That you may know. Ha. Huh? Then there's joy and bliss and ecstasy in all of this. It's, it's meant to be that supernatural. It's meant to be, how can you keep doing that? How can you keep going like that? You know, I'll just invite the worship team to come up. I just want to encourage you, you know, about how, you know, Nehemiah, he must have been so exhausted in his, his uh, efforts in rebuilding Jerusalem around the wall, around the wall again, around we go again. Nehemiah praying, seeking God, building, fighting, Speaking encouragement, speaking strength, prophesying, uh, hearing pro prophetic words, applying them. And that key verse that everyone loves, um, I, I believe it's Jeremiah 8.10. Uh, sorry, uh, Nehemiah 8.10. The joy of the Lord is your strength. As in there's in the endurance, there's, there's enjoyment for you that will keep you going. But, but it's that we have to see Jesus more than the negativity and more than the darkness. And, and I love the fact in Psalm 2 as well that he sits in the heavens, laughs. He's got an eternal redemptive perspective so he can laugh. And, and, and so 
this comes into us. This is imparted into us, into our soul, into our mind, into our will, in our emotion. Our attitude becomes so positive. And I believe that Harvest Australia Church is going to be recognised in this city for an outstanding attitude of optimism, positivity, of resurrection life that people live higher and are the overcomers like eagles and like runners because even the youths grow faint and are weary. But those that wait upon the Lord renew their strength. I want to invite you to stand this morning as you present yourself to Him this morning to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. As you run to Him looking to Jesus, looking away unto Jesus, you'll feel that baggage drop off this morning. You'll feel weights lifted, entanglements dismantled. Jesus, come and be the one here this morning who's laughing. The joy set before you, Jesus, you enjoyed, endured. That anticipation, but that experience that you were entering more and more into Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just wait on Him. Just practice that this morning.